Recent events in our world have shown how increasingly vulnerable our planet and all our inhabitants are to climate change. New scientific findings affirm each day that the time to act is now. On May 22, 2008, in Seoul, South Korea, an international seminar drew together an assembly of leaders whose presence reflected the shared concern that global warming presents to the survival of us all. Participants included government officials of national, state, and city levels, major television and newspaper journalists, seasoned environmentalists, and environmental organization CEOs. Also attending were ordained monks and church reverends, artists and writers, as well as heads of organized teacher, parent, and student associations. Invited as an honored guest, Supreme Master Ching Hai graciously accepted to a video conference broadcast live on Supreme Master Television to answer questions from seminar panelists. A world-renowned humanitarian and spiritual teacher, Supreme Master Ching Hai has dedicated herself to the future of the planet and its inhabitants. Throughout the years, she has encouraged a balanced life in harmony with nature, which includes a vegetarian, meaning animal-free, diet. Her example of compassion for all beings has been shown through her active concern for their existence, for the preservation of their habitat, and for the greater environment. In her responses to panelists during the live video conference, Supreme Master Ching Hai brought forth new clarity to the dialogue, going to the root of climate change to reveal the one eternal message for humankind's survival, and that is love. Okay, our next question comes from Mr. Lee Byung-woo. Mr. Lee is Director of the Public Relations Department for the Korean Teachers and Educational Workers Union. Yes, Mr. Lee, you are a teacher. <laughs> you know the answer. Because what is more important now, I mean in our time, in this urgent time of need, what important is to protect the children first, protect their lives before anything else. Because if they don't have their lives, even if they're highly educated, 
it will be the waste of the teacher's time. So, as the teachers, you are wise, and all the teachers should be wise and leader of the young. They rely on the teachers. So, the teachers should tell the students what to do, should inform them more, and should encourage them to lead a better life, to be more informed about what is important to them, not just the normal teaching standard, because we are not in a normal situation anymore. The different situation required different measurement. Okay, it's good that you take the student out to nature sometimes. Take them to slaughterhouse. Let them see the cruelty to the animals when they're being treated less than human. Very cruel. Uh, take them to some, you know, damaged environment area. Let them know the effect of it. Let them know about global warming facts. Let them know all that. Spare none. They have to know. They are your students. You have to teach them what is important. Suppose one of your walk with your student into the nature, and then suddenly there's some danger come. You see? It's not a normal walk anymore. It's not a nice, quiet, strolling along between teacher and students anymore. Suddenly there comes some danger. So what do you do? You have to tell them immediately how to react. You cannot continue walking the way you used to do with your children. So it's the same right now. Our house is on fire. Our planet is in peril. You have to inform them. You have to take immediate action. Tell them what to do. Lead them into a better life. They look upon you. They will be grateful. And I will be grateful to you too. Thank you for your question. Thank you for your concern. Please do something. Kamsa Amida. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Hangwasongon Chesikujainan, Chesikitatil Motesmida, Chayoshi Doroko. 
이런 입장에서 어그 칭하이 무상선님께서 초반기에 말씀하셨지만은 채식을 지구의 인구의 3분의 2 정도 해야 지금 지구 기후변화라든가 이런 재앙을 억제할 수 있는 그런 현실적인 방법을 말씀하셨는데 저 개인적으로는 제가 활동했던 경험의 모든 걸 추측해 볼때 어떤 나무 한 그루라든가 정부 정책 개발하는 데 그걸 중지시키는 데는 무수한 노력과 투쟁을 해도 그것이 성과를 효과를 걷기가 상당히 힘듭니다. 하나 예를 든다면 근데 지금 지구 대재앙이 이렇게 오는 상황에서 지금 채식을 해가지고 지구 인구가 3분의 2 정도 하면은 이해 되는데 저는 개인적인 경험을 바탕으로 본다면은 어 상당히 이상적이지 않나 아니면 좀 피상적이지 않나 그런 개념이 쉽게 오지 않는 것이 솔직한 심정입니다. 그래서 정말 그 지구 재앙을 막기 위해서 채식을 해야 된다면은 정말 더 구체적이고 더 상징적이고 더 과학적인 이런 것들이 필요하지 않을까. 아, 저는 그렇게 생각해서 거기에 대한 아, 좀 답변을 좀 해주십시오. 아, 또 하나는 지구온난화라든가 지구를 살리는 것은 꼭그 식물 채식뿐만 아니라 물의 오염이라든가 또 공기오염 여러 가지 문제가 많은데 어, 그 동물만 사랑해도 좋겠죠. 근데 그 이외에 또 자연이라는 관계는 또 무수한 생태가 있는데 예를 들어서 어, 사람들이 살아왔던 지금 문명의 어떤 습이라는 게 있습니다. 습관. 그래서 뭘 하지 말자는 게 이게 환경운동의 보통 그 일반, 일반적인 관례고 뭐를 하지 말자 또뭐 이런 게 있는데 그것도 중요하지만은 그 사람들이 살아왔던 습도 어느 정도 그 관례를 인정해줘야 된다고 생각해요. 예를 들어서 어, 머리를 더 샴푸를 쓰지 말자 이런 것도 좋지만은 샴푸를 쓰지 말자는 것도 중요하지만은 어, 샴푸를 쓰는데 무려 오염되지 않는 그런 샴푸도 개발하는 것도 지구를 살리는 길에 또한 방법이 아닌가 저는 항상 그 활동하면서 대안이라는 것도 같이 만들어주면서 그래야 어, 되지 않나 이런 생각이 듭니다 제, 생, 그제 생각을 바탕으로 해서 좀더 좋은 아이디어와 좋은 고견을 좀 듣고 싶습니다 감사합니다 Yes sir, thank you I'm glad you asked We do like this, like everyone, instead of eating the whole week meat, they can uh, cut down one-third of the week, that's it. And then that make up the two-thirds of the planet's population. It's not like clean-cut, uh, two-thirds of them have to be vegetarian, but we cut off some of the meat in everybody's diet, because right now there are already many vegetarians in every country, it's a trend. It's just some people do not uh, do research into this, so the idea seems to be remote. But actually, uh, to many people on the planet, it is a way of life already, since long time. And if the other people cannot completely go vegetarian, they can go halfway vegetarian, like half a week vegetarian, like, or two-thirds of the week vegetarian, or two-thirds of the day vegetarian every day, and we go from there. You see, uh, you're asking me the solution. I tell you what I know. Bearing in mind, that is not an easy task. And I'm just telling you what the answer is. And I only hope for the best.
knowing what you know also that people's habit difficult to change. But people should realize how difficult can it be when our life is at stake. This is the thing people must understand, that once we lose our life, good habit, bad habit, gone with it. You see, uh, it was very difficult for many people to quit cigarettes. Yeah? More difficult than quitting meat even, because it's an addiction. Yeah? And they can quit. You see? They can quit. So, meat, you replace a piece of meat with a piece of vegetarian protein. It tastes similar and it's more nutrition. It's cheaper, it's healthier, it's more noble, it's morally more correct. It's not much really to change because even nowadays, there are vegetarian food that are made look exactly same like the beef steak that you're eating, and it tastes almost the same. You ask the vegetarian, the people who change into vegetarian diet, they will help you, and they will tell you the taste is absolutely delicious. So it's not much of a sacrifice. It's just a choosing of different kind of uh, food, which uh, look exactly the same and taste similar. I don't see why not. Just change it. Just do it. Just do something new. Our life should not be always the same. Our life should be about changing, improving, exciting new experience, exciting new discovery. Is that not so? Yeah. Why shouldn't we improve our life? Why shouldn't we try new things? If it's good for us, we try it. I encourage everyone to try. Make something new out of our lives. Do something new. Have fun. Why not? Have fun. Changing. Experimenting. Exploring new alternative way of life. Yeah? Try a new corner of the universe. It will be good for you. It will be absolutely good for you. I guarantee you see, I'm a vegetarian, and I'm still here. I look healthy, no? <laughs> so please, try it. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Planting tree is good. Please continue to plant trees. Just change to vegetarian diet. If not completely, then partially. <laughs> you will love it. You will love it. And the animals will love you, you will feel great, you will feel blessed, you will feel lighter in your being, you will feel more intelligent, more energy. Look at all the vegetarian athletes. Even Muhammad Ali, he's a vegetarian. <laughs> he's a world champion, boxer, okay? <laughs> Our next question actually will come from Mr. Mukul Basu. Mr. Basu is a representative of the Universal Foundation from India. Hi, Mr. Moko Basso. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, I am glad to participate in this uh, seminar today. And as we have been only talking about the vegetarian, and vegetarian can help protecting our global warming. And I come from a country where many people are vegetarian, and I am a vegetarian from my childhood. And... Yeah. A lot of Indian religions like Jainism, 
Sikhism, Buddhism and Hinduism, they follow yes. and practice uh, the vegetarianism. But my point is a little bit different, different in this sense. Yes. Though vegetarians also get sick, and it is not that only non-vegetarians get sick. And one of my prospect of saving the earth from the global warming is that protect yourself for not being sick, preventing yourself from the disease. Since I am a yoga teacher and I am promoting the prevention of that, so my question would be that except the vegetarian viewpoint, for example, the kids, it is the matter of lifestyle to change. For the kids, when they choose to play with the computer game or internet interactions and all these instead of going to the nature and enjoy, find the beauty from the nature, they select themselves, even though they are vegetarian, they invite to have many different diseases. So it is just an example I'm giving you. That way, I believe from other aspects also, there are different thoughts to be given to save the global warming, especially since you are a religious leader. And I would like to know one thing. Since peaceful lifestyle can save us from the violence and war, and these violence and wars are one of the great cause of the global warming too. So... Yeah. There are so many religions in this, there's religious groups in this universe. And beside the vegetarian diet, what other uh, way do you think that we can bring the peace in the universe amongst all these different religious groups? Because most religious group would say, my group is the best and others is the next. So right. what would you give the suggestion? What sorts of movement could give the solution to protect our society from this kind of uh, violence and war by not having this kind of religious uh, discrepancies, disagreement. Thank you for asking. Good question. I guess your main question is how can religions help to prevent uh, ideologic war, right? Okay. Uh, you see, sir, we have a television, which called Supreme Master Television. We air all different viewpoints of different religious scriptures every day. That means Hinduism, Jainism, Taoism, uh, Confucianism, Christianity, uh, Muslim, and etc., etc. Yes. My idea is to promote a harmonious understanding between different faiths, because I know myself that we have only one religion, that is the religion of love, and God is love, and we have only one God. Well, it doesn't matter if we have two, three gods. <laughs> God is love, so if we believe in God, we should be loving each other and harmonious, living with each other. All right, so now, that is why we uh, have uh, all religious speakers and ideology on our television. So that probably would answer your question at how we would do it. And that is just uh, our individual and our group. And I hope many other groups somewhere in the world, they are also doing the same. It's just maybe not yet enough, not big enough. <laughs>
So you will do it, and your next religious body will do it. Your friends will do it. Uh, by the way, I'm not a religious leader. <laughs> I'm just your friend. I'm just reminding everyone that comes to ask my opinion that they should live according to their religious teaching. Yes, they should study more of their scriptures and practice it. Practice it. Yes, because sometimes we read the scripture but we don't practice, right, sir? That's a problem. So we read it and we practice it. Like nonviolence, we absolutely have to adhere to that. We don't kill and we don't steal but we save lives and we do charity, we love each other, we help each other, yeah? And we keep to our moral standard. What don't belong to us, we don't take. Instead, we give what belongs to us to whom we need. All religion teach us that. So we just have to practice it. Instead of bickering with each other, we look back into our teaching and see what the Master have taught us, what the prophets have taught us. That's all we have to do. There's no need even to do anything else. The scriptures are really enough for us to live in peace, but only if we practice it. And please do your part to help others to understand. I know you understood it. I know you master this knowledge. And I know you spread in it. Just make sure everybody else does the same. <laughs> if you can. Thank you for doing what you're doing. And thank you for living an exemplary life for everyone else to follow. Thank you very much. And, of course, it's not just vegetarianism that we're promoting. Huh? It's just because we are talking in the context of this. You know, everybody asks about vegetarianism, so I would answer in terms of that. But the technology has to change, too. Every day on the Supreme Master Television, we promote all kind of living, eh? not just vegetarianism, but non-vegetarianism is the main cause of our disasters everywhere. Because as we sow, so shall we reap. We are in it together. We are in it together. We somehow have harmed some of our living co-inhabitants, or some damaging to the environment that before we know what we knew today, we have done some damage. We are in it all together. So we have to solve it all together. We must sow it together. We know we don't take the blame game. We solve it together. That's why I'm doing the best I can, and you're doing the best you can, and everyone else do the best they can. And that's why we're pouring all of our resources into the Supreme Master Television and the uh, spreading of the news that we have to do it together to protect the planet by all means beginning with vegetarianism, because that's the, the easiest way for any individual to do. Before the government take action, we can be vegetarian and save the planet already. 80% of the planet global warming can be stopped if everybody become vegetarian right now. 80% of it. And 20% is easy to take care. That is replacing with sustainable energy. We take some time. That will take some time to be developed. You see, even if the government wanted, the technology takes longer. Miracle takes longer. So vegetarianism is the only way, is the fastest way, is the most efficient way that every individual can do. That's what I mean, sir. Yeah? Otherwise, we have to do more than that, of course. But 80% of the global warming course can be stopped 
by the population of the world turning into vegetarianism. Because that is the bad karma, the bad retribution. When we kill, we get killed. Unnaturally. When we take off the life, unnaturally. Our life will be taken off unnaturally also. See how many diseases in the world. Not to talk about disaster. How much the hospitals are filled with patients. Nowadays that people can afford more meat, more animals, products. See how sick people have become. How filled the hospitals are. That's the cause of what we have to reap when we kill animals to eat. Or indirectly kill because we eat so somebody else have to kill. Therefore I tackle this issue more than anything else because that's the only thing that we can do faster. Yeah? Faster than scientific development. Faster than technology development. Faster than government reaction. Just easy. Simple. And just do it. For our sake. For the children's sake. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now we have Dr. Kim Sung-jang. Dr. Kim is Dean of Wangguang University and the Director of Oriental Studies at Wangguang University. Wow. Thanks for coming, sir. Thank you, Professor Kim. 안녕하세요. 반갑습니다. 안녕하세요. 저는 지구상의 모든 공해와 환경 문제는 인간 공해로부터 시작된다고 생각합니다. 이것은 인간이 일체 생명을 책임지는 만물의 영장으로서가 아니라 고등동물처럼 야극강식하며 살아왔기 때문이라고 봅니다. 인간이 본래의 심성을 회복하고 만물의 영장으로서 자연과 조화를 이루며 일체 생명과 함께 더불어 살수 있는 지혜와 방법을 말씀해 주시면 고맙겠습니다. Professor Kim, thank you for asking. Your question shows your deep kindness, and I appreciate it very much. I wish we have more like you. You see, all the masters in the past have already mentioned how we should live our life. So as I have already mentioned before, we should return to our religious teaching. Look deep into the meaning of the scriptures of our own religions, even if we do not think that all religions are the same. Nevertheless, just look into our scriptures and see what our religious leader have told us to do. It's all in there. It's all compassion. It's all loving. It's all caring. You see, the thing is we have to live up to it. So I will summary in brief. What is noble and good, we do it as soon as possible. What is bad and base, stop it immediately. Okay, what good, do it. What bad, stop. So right now, what's good for our planet? Vegetarian diet, new technology, new energy. We do it. We try as best as we can. What is bad for our planet? Violence, war, killing, and all the immoral issue, we stop it. That's it. Very easy. But, you see, it's individual choice. They need strength. They need courage to do it. 
Just change the habit. How difficult can it be? Just change it. It will not hurt you. It will only do good to you. So what good? We should do it. What bad? We should stop. If anyone is not aware of the urgency of the global warming, then they should study it. They should uh, research into internet. They should uh, look into the SupremeMasterTelevision.com. We have gathered all the information, all the latest up-to-date information and evidence of global warming and how to stop it from individual point of view and how to stop the majority of it, like 80% plus of it. I said 80% because I want to be more objective. I would say 100% if you believe my word. But nevertheless, even if we do not develop quick enough technology, we could keep all the car and the CO2 even. It's still not as bad as eating meat, as killing people and animals, because these cause the worst of all pollution, because that is a bad retribution of what we do. That is a taboo, killing anyone or killing any animals or co-inhabitants that bring very bad retribution back to us. That's what it is. Because the CO2 is not only from the car, it's in the ocean. And once the ocean is warm, it will be released. And also methane gas. All this is scientific evidence. I'm speaking as a citizen who is well informed of what's going on in the world. And I, in turn, am informing you. Please do look into all the source of information. If you cannot find, then the SupremeMasterTV.com have it for you. The evidence is enough in there. Besides, sir, it's good that you're concerned because it's not only global warming that will be facing us. There will be other things, like the gentleman advisor of the U.S. Democratic Party for Asia. He has mentioned we have also sunspot exploding, and it's going to be bigger this time. And we also have comet that might hit the earth, and we might have even explosive, like volcano from the middle of the earth, from the ocean, that will blow everything up. So, it's not the technical problem. It's not technical uh, reparation that we have to concentrate on. It's the retribution, the cause and retribution that we have to pay attention to. The cause of killing, the cause of violence is far more worse than any car, any sun explosion, any ocean explosion combined together because we have to be uh, responsible for our action. Every action provokes a counter-reaction. So we just have to stop killing. We just have to stop killing animals and men. We have to stop it. And then everything else suddenly will come clear. We will find better technical means to tackle the climate problem. The sun might even stop exploding. The ocean explosion might just stop. The typhoon might just stop. The cyclone will be silenced. The earthquake will just be gone. Everything else will turn to peaceful way of life because we create peace. And then we will have peace. Peace not only among humans, but among all co-inhabitants. 
That's why I keep emphasizing the vegetarian diet. It's the moral code of being a human. It is the mark of a great human. It's very easy to do it, especially nowadays. They are all mean to do it. You see, the meat diet not only causes the greatest emission of poisonous gas into the planet atmosphere, but many other causes. You know, it's not only the animal who emits the methane gas because we keep multiplying the animals and they keep multiplying spraying gas into the air. But that's not only the damage. It's not only methane gas from the animals' waste. There is the transportation energy cost. There's electricity energy cost. There's water wasting cost. There's a land resource, you know, occupation cost. There's a deforestation cost. And there's a related illness, medical cost. And there is a grievance sorrow of the people who lost loved ones due to disease related to meat diet costs. And because we use food to feed livestock for human consumption instead of feeding directly to humans, therefore there is cause of war and famine due to shortage of food and resources. Add them together. Then we will see the real answer. There are many causes which breed negative energy into the atmosphere of our planet, and you know what I'm talking about. When you walk into a room and somebody was hating each other or hating you, you feel the energies like cutting edge of a knife. When you walk into a lovely, happy party, you will feel the lively energy and the happy energy. That is. What causes the happiness or the sorrow of our life? The energy, the negative energy or the positive energy. Now, vegetarian diet is benevolent, so it will bring you happy energy, and that in turn will breed more happiness. We attract more happiness, and when you're happy, everything will be better. You think better, you react better, your life become better, your children will be better. Everything will be better. Now you understand what I'm talking about. Thank you, sir, for asking. Next, we have a question from Ms. Bak Soyeon. Ms. Bak is the head of Care, Korea's largest animal protection group. Ah, uh, 저는 지금 동물을 보호하는 일을 하고 있고 그래서 동물에 관한 이야기를 해야 될것 같습니다. 저는 어렸을 때부터 꿈이 동물과 대화하는 것이었습니다. 동물의 생각을 아는 것, 또 동물이 무엇을 말하고자 하는 것을 아는 것이 너무나 신비롭고 또 새로운 세상을 경험하는 것이라고 생각했습니다. 그런데 현재 제가 동물을 돕는 일을 하고 있고 그러다 보니까 동물을 학대하고 또 동물을 매우 잔인하게 이용하는 그런 많은 사람들을 보게 되었습니다. 그들은 동물은 전혀 감정이 없고 또 사람들을 위해서는 얼마든지 기계처럼 다루어져도 좋다고 생각을 합니다. 제가 얼마 전그 칭하이 무상사님께서 쓰신 사랑스러운 내 인생의 개들이란 책을 읽게 되었습니다. 그것을 보면서 아 정말 내가 생각하는 것보다 더욱더 동물들은 섬세한 감정을 가지고 있고 그리고 사람과 똑같은 그런 욕구를 가지고 있다는 것을 확신하게 됐습니다. 아직도 동물이 감정이 없고 또 기계처럼 다루어져도 좋고 또 고통도 전혀 느끼지 못한다고 생각하는 전 세계의 많은 사람들한테 그들이 얼마나 
어떤 감정을 가지고 있고 그리고 얼마나 큰 고통을 느끼고 있는지에 대해서 조언을 한 말씀 해주시길 부탁드립니다. Mrs. Park, thank you for your compassion for the animals. You see, many people have not been educated in how the animals are another beings like us because they're too busy and everyone is busy and they are too overwhelmed by survival in this planet, which is already difficult for them. So they seem to have no time to study about the feeling of other beings which exist next to us daily. That's why I wrote these books, the dogs in my life, the birds in my life, and also the noble wild, so that everyone know that domesticated animals, they do have feelings and emotions. And even the wild animals have emotions and feelings. I'm not the only one that know this. Yes, if anyone who cares to know about animals' feeling, they can also ask uh, some animal communicators, you know, animal psychics. They can study in books, uh, log into internet to see many true stories about animals who show their emotion and who are even a heroes, the heroes that save humans' lives and help humans' lives in many, many ways. There are so many true stories about it. And in our Supreme Master television, we also show animals who are heroic, who are lovely, who are cute, who are also compassionate. And anyone who really wants to know that animals have feeling or not, just take a few minutes to observe that they're loving each other, they're caring for each other, and they really sometimes sacrifice for each other. Then you know that they do have feeling. They do bleed, you know. If we pinch them, they scream. That means they feel hurt. Yeah? If we scold them, they hide away. That means their emotion are being hurt. Yes? If we love them, we call them, they come wagging tails or show happy face or happy voice or singing. They have emotion. Of course they have. Everybody knows that. And to inform you something, every one of us can communicate with animals telepathically. Every one of us. It's just we don't take time to do it. If we take time, if we're sincere, we can hear them speaking. Look at the example of one of your uh, writers. You know, in the beginning of section, one of the writers have said that she suddenly hear the dogs talking. She has not heard them before. Why? It's not like suddenly she developed this uh, uh, psychic power or telepathic ability. No, no, she has it all the time. But she never used it. Like everything else, we, if we don't use it, we just left it in the corner, rusted, moldy, and maybe just uh, all forgotten and, you know, useless. Try to use it. Quiet down your mind. Ask the animals to help you to listen. They will communicate. They'll be glad to talk to you all the time. They've been talking to us all these million years. We just don't listen. So sometimes they stop trying. And if we try again, it will work again. <laughs> That's how I try, okay? <laughs> I'm no different than you. I just try. I'm just sincere. I just really love animals. I wish I could do more than, than just crying over them and just shedding tears over them or just the Supreme Master TV. But at least I'm trying something. It's not enough. It's not enough. But if everyone try a little bit like me, then the world will be a better place. We will have peace. 
and we will have help and blessing from animals. Our life will be more enriched and beautiful. Thank you for your question, Miss Park. Bless you for doing what you're doing. Our next question comes from Mr. Lee Wanbok. Mr. Lee is president of the Korean Association of Animal Protection and president of the Korean Vegetarian Union. 네, 안녕하세요. 저 한국 채식 연합의 이원복입니다. 저는 개인적으로 채식을 한 23년간 고기는 물론 있고 우유 계란도 먹지 않는 비건으로 생활하고 있습니다. 다른 사람들은 왜 그렇게 어려운 우리 사회에선 쉽지 않은 그 채식을 하느냐고 물어볼 때 저는 첫 번째 계기를 생명윤리와 동물 권리라고 대답을 하고 있습니다. 현재 한국에서는 조류 인플루엔자가 발생해서 700만 마리의 살아있는 닭거리들을 땅에 묻고 있습니다. 하지만 언론에서는 살처분을 빨리 해야 된다는 것에만 비춰질 뿐그 인도적인 그리고 법과 규정에 의한 안락사 살처분에 대해서는 그 어떤 언론에서도 다루어지지 않고 있습니다. 저는 이거에 대해서 너무 화가 나 있고 참으로 너무나 가슴이 아픕니다. 그리고 광우병 쇠고기 파동으로 인해서 매일같이 광화문에서 촛불 문화제를 하고 있습니다. 이처럼 한국 사회는 커다란 소용돌이와 혼란 속에 빠져 있습니다. 그리고 과연 무엇을 먹어야 하는 건지 그런 무엇을 먹을 수 있는 거에 대한 그런 관심과 우려가 커져가고 있습니다. 제 개인적으로는 이런 광우병, 쇠고기 파동과 관련해서 더 안전하다 이런 차원에서의 논쟁이 아니라 우리에게 진정으로 평화롭고 자비로운 식생활은 무엇인가에 대한 논의가 이루어져야 된다고 생각을 하고 있고 일부에서는 이번 일을 계기로 해서 60문명의 종말을 고해야 된다라는 의견들도 있습니다. 이거에 대해서 칭하이 선생님께서는 우리 한국 사회에서 진정한 의미에서의 채식 시대가 도래할 수 있을 것인지 여쭤보고 싶고요. 진정한 의미라고 하는 것은 실용적 의미뿐만 아니라 윤리적 의미에서의 채식을 말씀을 드리고 싶습니다. 여쭤보고 싶습니다. Yes, well, I can't predict the future. I can only predict the present. The present is whenever I tell someone to stop eating animals or using animal products, I explain why. I said because of the bad karma, because of our moral obligation to our younger brothers and sisters, defenseless co-inhabitants. So that is a moral issue, okay? And from that moral standard, we can stop global warming. You see, I don't just say vegetarian diet. I stop global warming. I explain as well. I explain physical uh, reasons and moral reasons. So anyway, even if the people do not understand the moral reason, They just do it for physical reason, to protect the environment, to protect uh, their lives and the lives of their children, then that is also a moral reason. Yeah, they want to protect life. They want to save the people. That is also a very moral, a noble 
emotive, don't you think? So, of course, if people are vegetarian, somehow, subconsciously, they will also know that it is a moral issue. I'm glad that you're concerned about ethical issue, not just a physical issue. But in this world, we have to explain to people both, yes, or else they will not understand and they will not begin. We have to begin somewhere, yeah? So we have to cite also scientific evidence about the harmfulness of meat diet. And then we have to tell them also the moral issue. Both of them go hand in hand. Then we hope people would support the idea and would go for it. Thank you. Thank you. That's a very good question, Mr. Lee. Moral question is the most important, of course. Thank you for your answers, Master Jinghai. And uh, we'd like to ask one more question as a way of summing up today's question and answer session. Yes. There are many ways to cope with global warming and climate change. Supreme Master Ching Hai, you have suggested the most efficient and effective ways, including using sustainable energy, planting more trees, saving energy wherever we can in our daily lives, and perhaps most importantly, using products that are animal-free. Yes. Using animal-free products also includes adopting a vegetarian or vegan diet. That's right. Could you please share with us a little more details about these solutions? We have covered moral, ethical, scientific, and uh, physical benefits of a vegetarian diet. Not because of only moral or ethical or physical benefit, but because this is the easiest way for every one of us to contribute, to save the planet, yeah? Before the government even do anything, before the technical development being offered, we already stopped the global warming. If we forsake that piece of meat and replace it with a piece of uh, vegetarian protein, which is looks similar, tastes similar, and is even better in any way for our health, for our spirit, for our intelligence, and for our next life in heaven. We will be blessed right now even, to talk about afterlife. So, I guess everyone should join in and be vegetarian. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because it's the best. And the fastest way to save the planet. The best and the fastest way. And everyone can do it. No need even technique. No need even new energy. No need the government yet. We do it. We do our part. That's why I emphasize the vegetarian diet. And if the government join in and help us to promote more, wow, thank you so much. If we have developed better technology and produce it fast enough for us to use, thank you ever so much. But vegetarian diet, we must start right now. That's the best way, the fastest, and the safest way for us and for the children, our children. If you love your children, try vegetarian diet. Thank you. Thank you, all of you involved. Thank you, all the participants. And especially thank you for all the staff members. Yes, you must be working very hard, huh? Thanks so much. It's a nice surprise. And thank you for inviting me. 
I'm very uh, impressed by your service, and I hope many people will do what you're doing. And uh, I'm glad to have contributed a little bit of something in your program, and I hope that uh, whatever I say might fall into some wise ears, and maybe we can all do it together. And uh, also, I thank you, the Supreme Master Television staff, who have been, uh, you know, staying awake for this program, because their time is probably different. Thank you, all people who sacrifice your personal comfort for this. Also, thank you, my staff here, and... <laughs> the Korean people over there who organize this uh, event. God bless you. God bless all the audience. And God bless the viewers who watch this program. Thank you so much. I see you some other time. I love you. That's very simple. Love. Love your neighbors. Love everyone else. Love the animals. When we love, we don't harm. When we love, we don't kill. The only religion is love. One simple solution is love. That's it. We have to follow our heart. Vegetarian diet, number one. Green energy, number two. Everybody work together to be frugal and protect the environment and the animals. It's not that difficult, it's just a habit that we have to change. 80% of the planet global warming can be stopped if everybody become vegetarian right now. 80% of it. So vegetarianism is the only way, is the fastest way, is the most efficient way that every individual can do.